International. What is up, Gary Busey Town Massacre? Clean out your chimney or open up the window. Santa Claus is here to help you all throw your troubles away and to grant your wishes. Maybe a new washer to do your dirty dishes or maybe some cash to help you pay your bills. Or maybe a new lover for some holiday thrills. So break out the eggnog. Don't forget to feed the dog. Here's a big turkey. Don't eat that hog. Pump it up. Pump it up. Pump it up. Pump it up. So you say you're broke, you know I know that ain't no joke But don't fret long, cause with Santa there's hope No need to hide your troubles in a cloud of smoke Besides it never works and you might just choke So just send me a letter, I'll make you feel better Address it to the North Pole, I'll send a Gucci sweater Or maybe sweater, you prefer sweater, limo sweater, and chauffeur Or a butler who says yes ma'am, yes sir Yes diamonds, yes, yes, pearls, me like suits by the dozens If you can't wear them all, get some Well, it's another... December, which means it's another time for Christmas it's horror, Christmas slashers. The you know, appropriate we've, time. we've left slashers now, I feel. Uh, but that also means, of course, as always, joined by. Wait, joined with? Joining <laughs> me today is. <laughs> Ethan Busey Billups. <laughs> we'll be doing nothing but the sound effects for the today's show. <laughs> Bezo Beasley. Hello. <laughs> he has good the same sound effect. <laughs> good. And our special December guest, as always, Ben, the Mountain Dude. Yes. Merry Christmas. Merry <laughs> Happy <Yes>. Holidays. <laughs> You're so Happy scrunched up. Uh, Happy New Year. <laughs> you look Have like a, a demon. Well, there you know. Happy bad. Holidays. Oh, Ethan's back with us. <laughs> the possession has worn off. The exorcism has worked. You want to read those notes from a show from earlier today? No. <laughs> They're dumb. All right. Uh, well, <laughs> great. Uh, cool. Well, I think last year we finished all of the slasher, the OG slasher Christmas movies. Uh, we only actually, I, I know that there's one from 89 that we haven't watched. Mm. Uh, and mm. then after that, it's all like the late aughts and 2010s and such. So uh, cool. we've moved onward to newer movies. <laughs> I think this is my first uh, round of Christmas movies with you guys. Really? I think so. How? I don't know how that's possible, but I'm I'm trying to recall doing a Christmas episode with you guys Are last you year. Sure? I don't recall that. I think, I think I've done I it think like you, two years, right? Yeah, yeah. I think maybe you were yeah. we were trying to force you out of the show yeah. for a long time, and then this that's past year you, you weaseled your way, way in. Way, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> mission accomplished. <laughs> we're going home because <laughs> that's what they always say after that. That <laughs> way, that's what yeah, that's mission when accomplished. That's when you finish. We're going home. Here we go. Home. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Right. Hey. Uh, wow. Enjoy, mission's accomplished. Uh, okay. That's what, that's what Santa says at the end of the night of. This is also my acting sizzle reel for my vocals. All the stuff I can do. What? <laughs> Put me in a space movie. Put me in Mars. We did it. We're done. We're going home. Nice. <laughs> cut wow. It, cut it up. Put Someone it hire that guy. <laughs> Uh, well, this year we watched uh, actually a pretty new movie. Uh, you've heard us talk in the past about Fantastic Fest. Uh, also, hi, everyone. It's been a really long time since an episode's been released. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Oops, I think. Oops. The... Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so th- hi again there, everyone that listens. Uh, the, you've heard us talk about Fantastic Fest in the past. This movie actually screened at Fantastic Fest two years ago. Hmm. Uh, we are, of course, going to be talking about Better Watch Out, the 2016 film. Uh, I wanted to see this movie super bad, and we did not get into it. I forgot what we saw instead, but uh, I'm happy that we got to watch it today it was really good have, has any of y'all seen this prior to tonight no 
<laughs> no. No, I, I, I just said that we tried to get into it at Fantastic well, appara- Fest. <laughs> Apparently, it's been available on VOD for some time now, and I didn't know if anybody else had caught it between it, now and It actually just came out on VOD uh, like a like two months ago. ago. Oh, right. Yeah, okay. so it hasn't been out like super, super long. Okay, well, this was this was new to me. I had no idea what it was what? going into it, so I was, uh, I was pleasantly... <laughs> I, I was I blindsided by when we started watching it. Yeah, yeah I didn't. Uh, n- normally, we try to have like a group chat about what we're going to watch beforehand. And I had a couple things in mind. Uh, I've been wanting to watch this movie for a long time. And so I was just like, I don't I don't give a shit. I'm not going to tell you guys because we're going to watch something that's going to be cool. But I want to watch this movie too bad to wait another couple of weeks or whatever. Sorry, not sorry. Uh <laughs> I will say this right now before we get into talking about the movie that I, I don't think that we're going to be able to talk about it without spoiling it. So if yeah. you want to pause now and go watch the movie, I'll yeah. just I can't you, talk about this it. movie without spoiling your life. So shut it off. Yeah, I think every once in a while we do a <laughs> we do a hard spoiler uh, warning, and then every once other times we're just like, yeah, just fucking listen to our show, you know, that kind of thing. But I think this one, this movie warrants the spoiler warning. Yeah. Yeah, there's totally. Some, there's some twists. Turns. Spoiler alert! <laughs> you better watch yeah. out, dude. This movie was pretty <laughs> twisted. You better watch out. Uh, we're go. We're going home. Hey, you better watch out. <laughs> hey, you better watch okay, out. all right. That's a different show, my friend. <laughs> Guys, check out Gross hey. Only Boys on this network. Uh. Yeah, so this movie stars uh, two people. There's actually, I mean, there's a lot more characters than that, but the there's a, a chick who's a babysitter in the movie, and actually the guy, we were all talking afterwards, we were trying to figure out who the friend was. His name's Garrett in the movie. Yeah. Uh, he has a very distinct look. He's yeah. a very memorable face and chin region well, <laughs> and the same kind of hair i don't think he's gonna have a whole lot of hairstyles growing up i feel like he's locked yeah. into what works oh, yeah. yeah shots fired <laughs> the, who did you say he looked like beans yeah he from the even steven i'm pretty sure he was bean stunt double <laughs> and even i think Stevens. there's a significant age gap between the two he was yeah. baked beans <laughs> <laughs> God, he was baked beans. He was he baked smoked, beans, dude. He, he smoked, smoked pot. Kid <laughs> was 12 and getting high, dude. Uh, anyway, Beat so... Th- sucks. That kid, we were all like, what the fuck? Like, what movie was that kid from? He was in The Visit, but here's what was kind of crazy Ooh. about that. The girl, Ashley, the babysitter, mm-hmm. played his sister in The Visit. So they've what? actually uh, been in a movie before. Then, so what? The Visit came out prior to this. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Man. The Visit came out what? like a while ago. Yeah, okay. Well, that, Which... What? No yeah, The Visit came out in 2015. There's so. a, f- a weird familiarity there that I couldn't quite place, but now that all kind of come stars, all, stars are aligning. Yeah, now. it's pretty interesting, too, when you think about the scene when he's, like, being convinced to untie her. Like, it seems like they have really good chemistry. It's more natural than it seems at times with... Yeah. With the other uh, men in the movie, or uh, boys. They're IRL brother and sister. It's a package deal when you hire them for a movie. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. oh, they are. I'm looking at their last names right now. Plenty of brothers and sisters. Right. Yeah. Is that for real? No, I don't know. Oh, okay. like, <laughs> you could have sold me right, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sold them. <laughs> Be so you take the reins. I, uh, I did my part. I, I uh, you <laughs> know, one of the things I, there are certain kinds of movies that I love underestimating. And so there's a certain level of surprise that it keeps uh, unfolding as you're kind of watching it. And this movie had that for me where I, I had a judgment as soon as like the first opening credits kind of got through and I was like, okay, I know what I'm in for. Let's, let's brace my expectations. Oh, yeah. Christmas with the cranks yeah. too. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it's a movie that's way better than it needs to be. And it takes this idea. I also like movies that do this, that take an idea and then just say, fuck it. Let's just get to run with it as far as we can, where we can go. As opposed to like pulling short and, and going a different route with it and staying easy and safe. Uh, it just, just barrels through. And I appreciated a lot of it for that. And uh, there was a lot of surprises, I thought, in part because it, it does that and I wasn't a, and I wasn't giving it a lot of credit. And so it was constantly sort of surprising me. Yeah. I I wish along those lines, though, and first major spoiler, because I want to talk about the ending. Uh, <laughs> Let's go straight to it. Yeah. Uh, I, I, 
do think that they did like run with it and it it flips like what you expect to happen on its head regularly in this movie which is fun and engaging but i do wish that they would have killed her off at the end Mm -hmm. that's my only like major bummer about the movie i i I don't that that does feel like the one little safe move that they did yeah you You wanted him to just get away with it Yeah. yeah Yeah, <laughs> I hated him. I did yeah, too. I did but too. that's the point. Yeah. Is like the movie, I, the movie. I like the fact that we do hate him, and yes, still at the very true. end, kind of root for yeah. him. Well, that's yeah, true. at the end, you're like, oh fuck. Well, I th- <laughs> I thought it would be awesome if just like he was always scratching his face with a gun, and at the very end, he's looking out the window, scratching his face with a gun, and he blows his own fucking mm-hmm. head off. Oh. That is so funny that you said that because there's a moment where he has it up to his neck, yeah. and I'm like, I thought there's a scene in uh, in uh, Out of Sight where a guy accidentally shoots his, he- his own head off uh, uh, with a gun. And I thought, what? not you know, with a bone arrow. <laughs> with a bone arrow. <laughs> and amazing. I thought that would be great. I mean, let's see how far they really are going to take right, it. Yeah. But that would have been a compelling in- ending as well. <laughs> yeah, I think that speaks to how much this movie uh, is twisty and turny because it's like it's constantly pulling the rug out from you, from underneath you. So like I thought at multiple points in time, he was gonna shoot himself, or Beans was gonna turn on him, or Beans is loyal to the end. Eh? Yeah, yeah, he really is. He really is. Yeah, this movie starts off with a, a, a simple. What the first rug that you're standing on feels like it's a simple uh, sort of like House Invader movie, yeah. where the the female is coming. She's the babysitter of the of the kid, and there's like a little bit of a weird sort of dynamic between them that we're kind of like swallowing but not swallowing because there's a weird age difference. Yes, like she's 17, 18 years old. He's twelve. Three, three weeks away from 13 yeah a few well, weeks away. also known as 12 yeah <laughs> and so like but they're really pushing the, the film is pushing hard that there's this that this is going somewhere but at the same time you're listening to the age numbers and going this is not right and uh so that's a weird thing to drop in the middle if it, it ends up unfolding and you know paying off later and how we see that kid and what his uh his sociopathy but uh um but the first rug is like okay it's a house invader movie and they're gonna have to like avoid this house invader uh who's that's also i would like to say because you guys well bezo you were confused you thought it was a video game at first (laughs) but (laughs) you you all did see for a moment the the like cover art for it which is like the two of them the babysitter and the main character uh like up against a tree and like a window and they're like holding a knife like Ooh. Like they're scared of somebody yes. right, outside right. of the picture. It's a very like when a stranger calls kind of. I uh, did a did a quick glance at IMDb reviews and people were like, "This is not like it makes it out to be in the trailer." So I wonder if in the trailer they play it up like it is like a Christmas invasion movie or or you know, I bet a home invasion do. movie and it you know. About 25, 30 minutes into the movie, that that particular rug is pulled out from under you and you discover that it's sort of a ruse. Uh, uh, seemingly a ruse that the two friends are playing to scare her so that the one kid can be a hero to her hoping to get laid Mm -hmm. by her. And then it just continues to escalate from Which there. Which is a foolproof plan. Like <laughs> that it is... worked for me several times. I know, <laughs> right? That's how I lost my virginity. <laughs> yeah, they were fucking committed to, like, they used real guns. It's, it is pretty weird, though, that they're in a closet hiding, the babysitter, and what's the kid's name, Mike? Luke. Luke is the Luke. main kid. Luke and okay. Gary. Okay, yeah. Ashley. Yeah, all right. So Ashley, the babysitter, and Luke, uh, the main kid in the movie, he uh, and her are hiding from the home invaders in uh, a closet and there's a Jabberwocky mask. Yeah, there's a Jabberwocky in there. <laughs> and there's like all these things that are like pretty heavy handed in the beginning part of the movie of like, oh, this pencil is under the rug and like, yeah. oh, I got to look at this picture for a long time. And she notices that like the hat and the picture that they focus on for a long time is a hat that the invader is wearing, which makes her question what's going on. But I was like, why wouldn't he have just 
worn the hood with the Jabberwocky mask. Like, there's no photos of him. <laughs> right. Diehard Jabberwocky fan. Are you saying this wasn't a well thought out? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, for like how I it like pretty elaborate. I yeah. Know. Super it's, intricate. Yeah. yeah. Like, and it's like everything has yeah. to go according to plan. Yeah. But, I mean, even though th- stuff doesn't, but it's like even the stuff that doesn't go to plan, it's like, well, I knew it was gonna not gonna do. It was gonna be that way. Yeah. It's like he has a backup for everything almost. It's so fun in the beginning though, because it's such like a like a reverse home alone in the beginning I mean, that's, yes. mm-hmm. it's so much fun i love that home alone with murder <laughs> <laughs> so you would think that as soon as uh uh angela am i right is that their name ashley, yeah, ashley. as soon as ashley sort of figures out Damn, dude, can, Bezos still I know, attention. <laughs> soaking in that he's still blown from fucking sleepaway camp <laughs> bringing angela back into this uh, as, as soon as Ashley sort of figures out what's going on and calls the kids out on their shenanigans that I'm like, okay, well, where's the movie going to go from here? And then uh, she starts to, they're upstairs at the time, you know, from this closet scene. And then he confronts the, the main kid, Lucas, confronts her, hits her, and she yeah. careens down the stairs. And what seems like an accident Right, you know, you're like, oh well, shit. Well, that was an accident that took it too far. So now, now they're in accident mode. What are mm-hmm. they going to do in accident mode? And I'm like, okay, is this where the movie's going to go? Or these kids, like, are what are we going to do? We're freaking out. And then it goes. Did you think that she was going to be dead? Honestly, I at that point I had thrown I, the movie had pulled the rug out from under me. So I was kind of like, oh, where are you going to take me? I was a little. You take me where you want to go. Uh-huh. I had the same dead thought. or alive. I, I I was willing to go with it. I had the same thought that oh now they got to scramble to do something with her body. Yeah, that's and, what I thought was going to yeah. be the rest of the movie. And and they was, have, yeah, parents are coming home and they've got to figure it out. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I so but the point is is that what seemingly is an accident then gets escalated to show no this is intentional this guy this kid this 12 year old really is out to cause harm and kill and maim and all of these different things and then that takes it into you know the, the better part of the second half into the third so that's the sort of the rugs being pulled out from under me throughout the whole thing that i i it was it was awesome i loved it yeah it's pretty cool too like watching this movie like we did that episode that like house cleaning episode after fantastic fest where i talked about all the movies that i really enjoyed this year and i've talked about in the past like really enjoying and on our show too on mountain dude versus dorito girl i've talked about enjoying uh like mind hunter and just shit about serial killers is really fascinating yeah you're to me. real like fucked up like that yeah I'm so fucked up yeah i'm he fucking confirmed. demented I, I'm, I'm with uh, you. i just finished mind hunters i'm almost through with the manhunt which is about uh, going after ted kaczynski the unabomber oh yeah do you like that uh, i i've heard yeah, nice things about there's, it there's dial- i won't get into it but it's, it's we'll okay talk about it after the show. Better. <laughs> anyway <laughs> I, <laughs> I love all that shit and then that, this past year i like really focused on like pretty much exclusively seeing movies about like serial killers mm-hmm. uh or like that kind of situation or whatever Ethan you should be paying attention this might concern you (laughs) (laughs) no serial killer (laughs) we're going home (laughs) we're going home yeah Uh, (laughs) take it so you're you're watching all these serial killer shows yeah and I just I like I like the more the older I get and the more that I watch like true crime shit or the more that I read stories about that kind of stuff uh, and the more that we like as a society learn about psychology and the way that like sociopaths are like the definitions of a serial killer and the way that they think and shit I love that the past couple of years of Fantastic Fest have been so heavy on like these serial killer movies because they're not like this movie didn't have like a wide theatrical release you know what i mean but this movie and neither did like uh my friend Dahmer is playing in select theaters right now and super dark times played in select theaters and it's also available on vod right now but they're all like uh to steal a name of another movie they're all a portrait of a serial killer and Mm. it's very they're like just the minutia of the way that the characters interact the more i feel like you're so rewarded the more that you know about that kind of shit do you think that there was a moment i felt like there was a moment where they were going to try to to placate to that a little bit more when she's tied up in the christmas lights sitting in the chair and he he says something 
in a, in a confession type of sense about how his mom used to comfort him and then stopped. Mm-hmm. And then she said something to the effect of, I know why she stopped. Mm-hmm. And then proceeded to not tell him why. And it would be, I didn't know if the film was trying to allude to something that I didn't catch there, like to say that maybe there was some weird, uh, something happened and she knows about it, but he won't tell her. I, I, or was she just toying with them? Um, there was a moment there where I kind of felt like they were maybe trying to uh, attach, uh, to um, to discover some sort of like psychotic, where they're like, maybe he had trauma a psychotic break or, or a trauma break. Yeah, exactly. Because this kid was fucked up. Yeah, yeah. And, somebody touched him when he was younger or something dude because i don't know that's the like, feeling you get right he murders the fuck out of some people with but he's no got, remorse but but the parents patrick warburton and virginia madsen seem like happy-go-lucky parents mm-hmm. that don't have an, an inkling of hostility in them so that i guess that i mean that well, perfect, they, they are like pretty catty with each other though yeah, but there's enough humor there that yeah. kind of feels like it's just banter that's gone yeah. a little too Nothing long. Nothing was planted like they were like authoritarian parents that, you know, made well, him become this psycho- psychotic right. piece of shit. Right, but I mean, they're like catty with each other in like kind of a playful way. Uh, but he later references that they'll like, oh, they're, they're just going to be fighting the entire time. But like, they're also catty in that playful way of like, well, the babysitter is going to get here like any minute. If we're going to have a fight, like we can just do it in the car or whatever. You know what I mean? Like the mm-hmm. babysitter shouldn't be walking into them having a fight, especially if they have their own concerns, maybe about what's wrong with the kid. I, I mean, feel like I'm looking way deeper into well, the, movie, the kid says he can get away with anything. That's why he's, he could do all this is because he's like, I've gotten away with so much shit. Mm-hmm. I'm invincible. I can do whatever the fuck yeah, he's I like want. Ted Bundy. Right. So, yeah. um, yeah, young Ted Bundy, the yeah. alternate title. Um, so he was, yeah, he was just planning on him be able to get get away with anything. So it seems like he's just a manipulator, and he can get away with whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah, including mass murder. Murder. Ethan, what do you think about uh, Putty being in the movie? Who? Putty? I didn't see him. The dad. He's the, he dad. the dad. Yeah, really? I was, I was waiting. Like, who is that guy? The whole time for you to do your uh, voice. I know that guy. I know that guy <laughs> wow Dude, that was is that the voice <laughs> I know that I think Ethan's had a stroke we gotta call 911 <laughs> it's okay guys going home <laughs> we cannot we cannot go home now. guys so uh what? hey guys we cannot go home now hey Special guest Patrick Warburton. <laughs> He's this in the a- studio. Thank you, Patrick, for <laughs> Patrick showing Warbucks. up. That's yeah. a Warbucks. <laughs> Daddy Patrick. Daddy Yankee Warbucks. Daddy Patrick is definitely uh, Ooh, Patrick Wilson mean. or whatever that's in all the Conjuring movies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the Daddy Patrick. You know, this movie, uh, I don't think it would work if the child actors weren't as good as they are. Like, I think they're pretty good compared to, uh, you know, how, I mean, we got a, we got a slew of good child actors in it. Um, we've got, we've had some good actors in Stranger Things and now we have another. Some of them were in both. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, uh, Wait, which one? Wait, wait. Which one? Not what? I, hey, which one? I enjoyed uh, that. Dude, some Stranger Things were even in this movie. That's true. Yes. Another crossover. Yes. Uh, uh, Chris Roblo Roblo Jr. was with the hair and, season two. Hair and the, mom and the jeans. spraying of the cologne on his wiener and, the, and, and the, the beating of his little sister and the fucking of the mom of one of the other kids yes. that was in it is also in this movie. He is, and he steals the show. Yeah, he was great. He has this one scene where he's he to his knowledge he's been texted by an ex Hell yeah. to meet up with her he's at this get house, some ass. but he's got to like like a you know psych himself out in the car and like where he's like he's like talking to himself getting him hyped up and I love that moment there I thought that was uh, one of the best moments in the movie because he's wearing that hat <laughs> yeah he looks like scumbag Steve yeah, or whatever right. that, yeah, meme. that meme <laughs> yeah that may may yeah uh, but um, I guess did anybody else am I, am I alone here and thinking that the acting was above par no I mean I hated the shit out of that kid uh, the main boy Lucas Luke 
Voice. I hated the fuck out of him. And I hated worst. his, like, he was so confident. Uh, like, it's just, I wanted, you just, he was very good in that. I wanted the fucking, and also he's small. And I'm like, I wanted these boyfriends to just annihilate. Like, he should have gotten his ass kicked a little bit. Uh, and then that's where he comes back really angry. Uh, just because they should have thrown him around. Because he's a fucking 12 year old kid. Yeah, 85 pounds. Yes. Wet. And yeah, it's like, yeah. he's, you know, and he's so smug and stuff that I just wanted. So it's a testament that he was, he's good at becoming, you know, being. Asked. You you brought something up there that we haven't addressed yet, which is the unnatural height of doorknobs in this movie. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> they apparently live in a hobbit hole. <laughs> it's so weird. Yes. How giant are these know. doors? Where, where is this land? Is anybody? I think that from a design standpoint, they put the doorknobs up to make them look like they're kids, like so they're not five and a half, six feet tall. Like it, it, it kind of makes them the. It, Keeps an illusion. Except that smaller, for the girl. Like I know like, she's still lifting up her left arm yeah. above her head to reach the doorknob. So, but, yeah, and then like, but she's looking out the peephole, and the doorknob <laughs> is like above her head. <laughs> so weird, it's bizarre. I, I can't help but think that it was some sort of design standpoint to try to give the illusion that they're smaller than the actors really are. Yeah, probably. I mean, the uh, like the time that you're really seeing the doors too is when you think it's a home invasion movie. So I think that that tri- that's a part of what tricks you into thinking it's a home invasion movie because mm. you're gonna obviously like side more with kids or like the innocent in a home invasion movie. And there's even like when the the reveal happens of Garrett being the the invader, yeah. he is like way fucking tall. Like he's got like like yeah, football pads on, yeah. on, and like yeah, it's just bizarre. He made himself look bigger. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There was also uh, in, in in regards to unexpected quality, I thought that the cinematography was unnecessarily good. Yeah. There was some cool, yeah. The lighting, the lighting from the for throughout the whole thing was really good. But then there's also, I th- if I say camera movement, I think you know exactly what I'm talking about. Or this, this one shot of the two of them, the the main girl and the little boy, when they first think they're acting in the home invasion sequence, where they sort of they collide and they fall to the ground, yeah, hit the ground. The camera follows them in this sort of clockwise mm-hmm. motion, so that they're sort of upright and the background is sort of spinning behind them. And then later on in the movie, there's a scene where they get up and the camera follows them right back up. I really like that sort of mirroring that they did. It's, un- it's one of these things that's un- completely unnecessary, but adds to there's a little bit of a flair where the cinematographer is sort of stepping in, going, "Okay, I think I, I think we can do some, we can do more with this than yeah. than what we need to check this shit out." Right, and uh, just the general lighting of the whole thing is 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 way above par. Um, I've been watching a lot of things like on Netflix and, and so on recently and television is still a degree or two behind what film is doing with just straight up cinematography. And uh, so in watching a movie now, I can kind of appreciate what they're, you know, the, the, the consideration. For yeah, this is definitely a movie for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it feels like pretty, uh, all of it feels really thoughtful considering the fact that like, uh, maybe all three of you I guess you probably forgot uh, but Ethan but I'm pointing to Ethan <laughs> uh, but Bezo and Ben like had you guys you admitted that you've never even heard of this movie and Correct. had no idea no I don't know yeah okay I, I mean, it's I, a, I didn't like, even know what year it came out or or anything. If you had told me this was like you know from the early two thousands, I wouldn't have been I would have been impressed, but I wouldn't it wouldn't have been surprising. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised that title has not been taken before. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of shocking, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is that? Uh, <laughs> know, there's a song. What's the What's the poem about the cradle? Um, Rockabye baby. There's this. There's a. There's a poem. Uh, Rockabye baby on the treetop when the bow breaks. Every single phrase in that poem is a movie title. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's true. I don't know somebody pointed out online years ago and I never forgot that. Rockabye oh, wow. baby in the treetop. When, when the wind, the when the bow breaks. Yeah, when the wind blows, the cradle will rock. When the bow breaks, the cradle will fall. And down will come baby. Baby, baby driver. All. Yeah. Yeah, baby, uh, boss baby. baby driver. Yeah. <laughs> yes, boss baby. On Netflix so now, guys. <laughs> 
Uh, wow. So uh, you, you said the trivia wise that it was titled after the film was made. Yeah. So I, I don't. It actually doesn't list this anywhere on IMDb. I just remember that when the movie screened at Fantastic Fest, it had a different title. It was a working title. Yeah. And then I, I don't know if because you know we talked about Fantastic Fest this year, and I talked about what movies you could see where or how many of them in this year. Uh, didn't have a distributor yet or mm. didn't have like a, a well a distributor theatrically or via VOD or whatever the fuck uh, but this movie I imagine it was a similar thing where it wasn't necessarily bought by anyone yet so I don't know if maybe the name was changed in post but so, I can't remember what the original name is as if the distributor bought it and said part of my rules of buying this is we're going to change the name to this yeah which maybe is in part too because like I remember when I saw the um, like when I read the description and I saw the press photos for the film because mm-hmm. um, like if you when you like apply to a, a film festival or like when you are a part of a film festival or whatever, they don't send you like the poster. They send you stills that are like the press photos yeah. for the film. Uh, and then in some cases there's not even a trailer or anything. So you really just have to go off of like what they tell you. Mm-hmm. Uh, the film is about, and the, the description was pretty similar that it was a, like a home invasion movie. Uh, but it was also said that there was going to be a lot of twists. And I know that the, f- the stills from the movie like did not mimic the way that the image, like the thing, like this is the, yeah, that's, that's completely misleading. And I think in per on purpose, yeah, that's totally, on purpose. it's selling the first act. Except with all that, of that I think part of that is what, cause I, I never saw that image. I mean, it, it is for sure misleading, but I do think that part of that was probably done by whoever ended up picking up distro for it. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. <clears throat> it's an interesting movie. Do we know anything else about uh, the filmmakers? And what, I, I saw that it was a writer director combo. It looks like they, they both wrote it. One of them directed it. Yeah. They haven't really done anything else. Uh, one of the screenwriters, he, did Joe Dirt too? Oh, that's like his fuck. big. I could tell that signature style. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Joe Dirte. What are we doing with the mics? <laughs> he is pulling on my mic, and I can't. Or there we go. Sorry. <clears throat> Even decided to participate for a moment. <laughs> I'll participate. Yeah. What was your favorite part? I wasn't a huge fan of it. Oh, really? All together? Yeah. I wanted to let you guys have your day in court. You know, <laughs> honestly, time to, the prosecution rests. Honestly, Let's get the defense when, going. When now. the rubber hits the road, I don't know. It's pretty convoluted. What uh, I hate that kid. Yeah, is that what it was? That what turned you off? I don't mostly? like this. How many times he got to squeak? Yeah, that was stop. <laughs> stop. Yeah, I did. I did. This like, isn't Vine, motherfucker. <laughs> Get the fuck out of that's here. That's the one thing that's wrong about this. They would have put this all over social media if they were doing it. These kids nowadays. Ah, uh, yes, they'd be bragging the whole yes, time. Yes, exactly. Ugh, didn't like him. Get, get rid of him. Now, you didn't like him because he was, a, was just, he was successful what he was doing, or you didn't like the performance I was just rubbing didn't you the wrong like way? I like it. The okay. whole thing rubbed me the wrong way. <laughs> Movie was okay. I mean, there was parts that I liked, but I'm saying, give me those '80s, baby. Yeah, yeah let's bring it back. You know what I'm saying? Let's go back in time for Christmas horror. You know, you can watch this around Christmas if you want. It's a holiday. it makes sense, but you know, Silent Night, Deadly Night. Much better. <laughs> this is a little too. Well, if you were to collate, you know, twenty five, thirty movies to watch, you're going to do one for each day of the month. You think uh, you think this might get oh, a, like an advent calendar? Yeah. There's not enough movies. Yeah. There's not even twenty five Christmas themed movies. Uh, like so, slash. So this movies. would by by definition, it would get in the it would get in the mix. I don't know. I might put eight crazy nights over it. You know, throw it a curveball. <laughs> that you know that is saying? a spooky one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's not even gonna Christian, no. Just <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, it's okay, but uh, I mean, I didn't, I didn't absolutely love it. I didn't absolutely. The kids wearing weed socks, you know. Come on, clean it up. Uh, you know, it was okay. 
Yeah. It was okay. It's like one of those clean new genre picks. It just seems like that's kind of the vibe everyone's doing. That's so. interesting that you say that because there are moments in the movie that it clearly could have gone sort of more in the heavy R borderline NC-17 yeah. area. Yeah, they didn't show a lot. And it pulls back it like does. when the kid is groping the, uh, yeah, the actress, it. it's below camera. Yeah. Now, in a previous era, that would not have been shot that way. I'm sure. So that's kind of an interesting uh, notation. And when the guy gets the paint can in the mm-hmm. face, you don't see you it. Don't see that it. would have Why been a huge explosion of violence, yeah. circa yeah. 1987. Mm-hmm. And even the kid getting shotgunned, which was unexpected and, and impactful. You don't really see that much. It and wasn't it's all, and like 90% of it is predicated on jump scares for like setting ambiance. I was just like. At the beginning, I'm like, stop. Like, I don't like this feeling over and over again. And it keeps doing it to me. And I was just like, like when she's about to reach the, for the phone and it goes yeah, off. Yeah, and yeah, those yeah, kind yeah, of things. yeah, The cliche stuff. Yeah, like, it's fine. I get it. They're, like, playing on tropes. And that's, like, a genre thing. But but they're also they're also tricking you in the first act thinking yeah. that it's a home invasion movie prepping which has a lot you. of those yeah they're prepping you they're getting you they're, they're putting that they're sliding that carpet under you there's right? an industry term it's called prepping you <laughs> it's, it's called fluffing yeah it's, called, it's an industry term that i do that's called fluffing okay well i have an interesting question for you maybe uh do you like this movie more or less than the witch than the witch very different movies, <laughs> very but. different you know uh if the witch was a music video i would go for the witch but <laughs> the witch is not a music video it's a very long movie so i don't know i would say you know apples or just throw them up in there see which one lands first well i'm just throw it the so the witch though a great christmas movie <laughs> yeah no, also I'm just not saying, a christmas movie okay yeah no i understand what makes it something but eight a crazy movie. nights first this movie <laughs> going eight crazy nights why the comparison with which? Uh, so the, that's another movie that was screened that year at Fantastic uh. Fest. And that was the North America premiere of that movie, too. Also, The Invitation came out that year. Hmm. So did yeah. Bone Tomahawk. So did Belle of Donna of, da- of Sadness. I do I, like that Bone was Tomahawk. A, yeah. And The Boy and the Beast. That was like a fucking heavy year uh, for Fantastic Fest. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. I just, I don't think I really have a strong case against it, to be honest. You know, it's not a waste of time. It's not a super waste of time. I just don't know if it was like really my vibe. You know what I'm saying? Like I liked parts and then there's a lot of the time where I'm just like, she's just going to sit in this chair for so long Hmm. and just have this squeaky boy talk to her. I'm just fucking sick of it. I mean, 12-year-old boys are terrible. They suck. Yeah. Just across the board, movies and life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just... uh, You think, like, maybe she should have just, like, untaped herself and walked out of the chair and off the set of the movie? I think that, and I think maybe she's babysitting, like, a, you know, (laughs) 28-year-old. That's a sex slave, Ethan. What you're describing (laughs) is prostitution. Uh, Might be good. Uh, Prostitution, not a sex slave. Sex worker. Oh. Yeah, I mean, if you're getting paid for something, you're not necessarily a slave. (laughs) But I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know how to say say it. I just ugh, there was did parts you, I lo- I thought it was okay. I thought it was okay. Did you fall asleep during the movie? I swear I didn't. Was there a moment where you could tell them? Were you waiting? That's something I was kind of curious on. On yeah. actually, all y'all movie viewing habits. When I watch a movie, like when it first starts to get going, I'm on board, and then it's the movie's job to keep me on board. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, you know, it'll trip and fall and lose me and so on. Um, as opposed to the other way of going, okay, I've got my arms crossed, impress me, and then try to convince me to get on board. I very, I very rarely watch movies from that perspective. Do you guys feel like you're one way or another? Uh, on, in that uh, I feel like it depends on what movie I'm watching. I think it like takes, you know, a couple of, just like a little bit of sitting in it to just be like, okay, here's the vibe of it. I don't. I don't go into a movie thinking this is bad or this is good. You know, I just kind of go into a neutral and just absorb it and then make a decision. Then the first thing I thought was like, if this fucking kid keeps squeaking and it's on purpose, you could tell he's doing it on purpose. 
He's got he's got a few pubes now. He's <sighs> coming becoming a man. Well, it's just like he it's just like he's like hamming it up with the squeaks, and I'm like, stop it! It's just like it's just the the uh, the kids just like it's amateur acting, and it's just sometimes it's just too much. I'm like with the Stranger Things and the this and the that. I'm like, fuck it. You just had enough of kids, boy. I just I want an adult movie, man. <laughs> you know, like. I want to see some real adult acting in it, you know, some nuance, some, you know, and nudity, you know, what I'm yeah, talking yeah, about? yeah, yeah, kind of real movie. adult movie. Well, yeah. yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. I don't know how to describe not fully digging this movie, but not hating it. Like I think I'm just neutral on it. Okay, because it hits all the things where I'm like, where I'm like, okay, yeah, it's pretty well written. It tricks you a little bit. You know, it's fun. But at the same flip of the coin, I'm like, that's what all, everyone's doing now is trying to just trick you all the time and warp your perception of genre and stuff like that. And I'm just like, Ugh. it's a little gimmicky is what you're saying. It's a little gimmicky from, from my taste, Ooh. you know. I'm kind of a classics man, you know, a Shakespearean. <laughs> I'm a jack of all trades is what they call me. <laughs> But, you know, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, you know. What about you guys? Do you guys go in neutral like Ethan does in a movie and wait for it to impress you or, or fail you? Or what do you all think? It depends on the movie. It, yeah, because usually I have some sort of expectation going in, knowing what I'm yeah. going to see. So I'm like, all right, here we go. Or fuck yeah, here we go. With this one, I had I'd never heard of it. You hadn't really divulged what we were watching. And so when you put it on, uh, yeah, I was on board and right from the get-go. The... Uh, initial kind of you know kind of sets the stage all right but uh usually most times it depends on what i'm watching so if um but I, and also my attitude dude i might i might be in a bad mood dude and i'm not gonna be receptive to what what i'm watching or playing or anything and i, didn't, I know that happens too but this one yeah this one uh i liked it but i'm i'm, I'm right there with Ethan. i didn't like i don't think i liked it as much as you guys did I still liked it, but I think it had. It does, I'm right there with Ethan. I like. I hated that fucking kid mm. so and, much. And, and you're like, like supposed to, which is why you can't. Which is why the argument doesn't work. There's a part. Of, I also why hate the, a little bit of the character too. He's too much of an evil fucking genius. He knows too much. He doesn't fail. And like, I wanted to see him fail a little bit and yeah. then get frustrated or something. I mean, that kind of happens a little bit when that you get a little bit of that when he shoots his friend and he gets frustrated, but it's just momentary. And then he goes right back on track to being cool. And it's like, he's a little too, like he's 12. He shouldn't be this like, I'm going to fucking kill you. He should be like, maybe even more. You would probably oh, yeah. hate it, but maybe more hyperactive and shit. Yeah. I don't know. He was a little too smooth for me. And then yeah. now, but that did was off-putting. So maybe that also helped me That's hating him more. And it's also weird because he's our main character. Yeah. So it's like, I don't, like I'm not rooting for you throughout this whole thing. I want you to fucking fail. That's kind of, the problem I think I, I I keep having with the kind of these newer genre films where it's like they're so meticulous like and logical that like you any argument that you use against what they're doing because like genre films for some reason seem to be like steeped in irony that like the film itself can just be like oh yeah like we actually thought the opposite you know what i'm saying like you're like i hate that kid and then they just be like oh, yeah i know like you're supposed to but then like <laughs> but then you could be like but then you could be like oh i love that kid and they'll be like yeah man he's great he's, he's so great like <laughs> like that's the problem with it where it's like where it's like where it's like they're you know i i Critic want proof I, i'm all yeah because i'm always like oh i want a nice turn oh. i want a nice turn in a movie and they're like oh, we gave it to you and then it's like but i didn't really like it and they're like but you wanted it. <laughs> gave it to you. It's just like it is like that criticy proof thing. That I, I don't I, I don't completely agree with what you're saying because I think that uh, that where this movie is interesting with how annoying the kid is and how smart he is. That's like every every movie that is geared towards children that okay. has that audience. They kids are like the smartest fucking people in the world in like every child movie. So it's kind of funny to see this like more adult version of that movie. Well, yeah, he's like a maniacal Kevin McAllister. You know right, I mean? right. Yeah, I mean like, 
home i feel like home alone is kind of a bad example only because like yeah i could it's easy to make an argument for like a criminal being stupid you know what i mean and like falling into these traps despite the fact of like they're being they're like super elaborate but um i mean like any i I can't even think of like the name of a kid's movie but like any kid's movie that you watch even like the fucking baseball movie the gary Busey baseball movie that kids like angels in the outfield yeah no um uh, the ones with the the kid with the throwing arm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rookie, yeah, 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 yeah. Even that movie, the kids like through bizarro circumstances, he has a super fucking amazing arm, but he's he also like a super genius for like how to interact with people and like how to navigate a career in baseball and shit. And it's like let's not you you can't. A child is never smarter than an adult is. Right. Yeah, they, there's always this problem where adults are writing movies and adults very struggle yes. so much to write for kids that maintains engagement because mm-hmm. kids are so, by their nature, just like completely off, saying completely ridiculous, stupid yeah. shit all the time that no original thoughts that they have. They're all parroting little different things <laughs> yeah, that they true. hear. They're just like echo chambers of, of their environments. And so they're, they're, they're worthless as from a dramatic standpoint. Until you get into something, you know, that actually has a, a lot of, you know, focused material around it. Like, I'm, I'm, for some reason, I'm defaulting to The Wire and the fourth season of that, which has a ton of child actors in it and child situations, which never feels like the children are super smart, uh, but, but, but are real characters. Unlike most of the movies that we see today. Yeah. I mean, I guess I, like, I don't know, because... I guess because you aren't seeing the extreme violence and you aren't seeing like the groping, I don't know if that was a studio choice that my guess would be that that was a studio choice to shy away from those things because this movie... At, sorry to interrupt, but I would think at the same time you're showing children committing very violent acts. So why would you have a problem with you know it's a, a little weird, bit of gore? Right. It's a weird because I don't. Well, there. that's what I'm trying to say is that like. This movie probably is rated R, but I think this is the kind of movie where it's like, well, yeah, you, like you can go, like, y- yeah, just go see this movie or whatever to like high school students. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not, uh, uh, I don't know. I just no, it's not extreme or anything, like right? That, no, but like showing that kind of thing, I guess, like ta- that is extreme. But to a lot of people, like, you know, n- normal everyday Americans, children committing, this is, that's one of the most horrifying things that you can possibly think of, I think, is something happening to children or children committing violent acts like that. And so it's just a little weird that they shied away from some of the gruesome aspects of it. Yeah. But to go back to Lucas real quick, because I fucking hate him, um, <laughs> it would have been nice to also just maybe get a little bit of... Uh, how, what influenced him to come up with these really crazy things? So, was what media was he consuming, or maybe just get a glimpse of his internet doom. history well, or was, something? It no. was Doom, just like the Columbine kids. Yeah. Um, or no, you know, he was or, playing Dying Light, wasn't he? Somebody, well, yeah, his his friend Garrett was yeah. playing like it was Rust or Dying Light or something yeah. like that. And uh, but you know, just a, what influenced him to warp his young. Mm impressionable mind to do this yeah. this kind of shit I would have like then maybe I could have been maybe gotten into the character a little more he was just mm-hmm. that boy I don't know love to hate him I, yeah, no, he'd be a great pro wrestler because you'd want to see him get the shit kicked out of him yeah the uh the the thing did I miss a line of dialogue like it's supposed to be him that does the sleepwalking because I thought he said something about yes. trying to lie about his friend sleepwalking did no his his friend was stealing they got caught stealing money from the mom's his, purse right and he faked sleepwalking I see. so the kid could run away or right so or the something. kid could get away yeah. with it i see i see speaking of sleepwalking i would have i thought too at the very end when he couldn't get the pencil like i, I wanted that to be the his the thing, downfall because it was the one thing he forgot the simplest thing the pencil on the I didn't fucking think about how am I going to shut this door I just it just would have been great if that was also his downfall too and then he took a gun and blew his own head off <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think that ending actually I would have I think I would have enjoyed that ending too right you know because it's like everything seems to be wrapped Every, up in this nice yep. little bow oh, oh, fuck uh, the one thing the simplest thing the goddamn pencil <laughs> but yeah I don't know it's I'll tell you what the uh, cre- there there's some creative um, you know they they he meticulously thought out everything and executed it and they were all it was all creative like thinking about 
the, be- the most gruesome death scene was the guy being hung. That's the most graphic because you'd see him expire. Mm-hmm. But you, I don't know. I guess he takes a lawnmower and he's got a whole pulley system and yeah. and the yeah. one moment I liked right before that though he, he's because everything's going according to plan. This kid's so smooth and he's like why don't you have a seat? And he's like, what? No, why? And it's like, no, no. It's, yeah, I wanted more t- things like that where the plan's not going exactly. And he gets frustrated and he has yeah. to come up with something, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that was a great delivery because he, he, he actually said, what the fuck? Yeah. But it came out as no. Yeah. It's a good, it's a good delivery. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> just, uh, just end the episode right there just let yeah. the music kick in <laughs> I, uh, I appreciate it taking chances yes. you know uh, uh, movies I think it, they need to take chances uh, to, be, to be worthwhile obviously they did they put some extra effort into it I'm doing my wrap up here are we going to do numbers well didn't she you didn't ask her if she goes into a movie positive or negative oh okay <laughs> What do, you, what do you like? Do you start off like, okay, I'm on board. Let's see how long it's going to last. Or what do you, what's your take on that? I mean, it depends on the movie. Mm. Uh, do you want to feel this one for me? <laughs> no. <that's laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> we have three people that say that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously it depends on the movie. I mean, I, I think that like, and part of the reason why I didn't want to tell you guys like what movie we were necessarily watching today and aside from the fact that i wasn't completely sure until like right before we watched the movie what (laughs) one we were gonna watch uh i just i think like with slasher movies or like horror movies they're pretty much always the less you know going in the better they're gonna turn out so um i don't know but uh yeah i it depends on the kind of movie that i'm seeing uh, I would say most movies, I feel like I go in like pretty open-minded to them. Cool. Including like even Mother that I absolutely hated mm-hmm. and I hate Aronofsky. I don't like his work mm-hmm. and anticipated that uh, there was a 50-50 chance that I would either like this movie or hate it. But I went in like actually really excited for the movie and mm-hmm. then time and time again got disappointed until ultimately dice. i hated it <laughs> yeah because it's a bad movie <laughs> opinions differ <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i uh do we have more to say we're gonna wrap up you want to throw uh, some, some stars up quick. yeah go where does this then land on the pantheon of christmas horror movies um and where do you where do you where does this rank and at least maybe the ones we've watched here for for the show or some of your favorites i would put this less as a christmas movie i think this is fun i would say for like adults this would be like a fun back to back to do with home alone i think that would yeah. be like a fun double mm-hmm. feature I can see, yes, especially totally. if you're like having drinks and hanging out with your friends mm. and shit like i think that this movie is just fun and i i i don't know i think that this was a fun movie it's just enjoyable to like watch where the story goes Mm. um but uh i don't think that i personally would put this as a christmas movie i would more so put it as a home invasion movie because it could have taken place at any time of the year right yeah right yeah there's nothing that's overtly christmas about Well, the santa in the beginning (laughs) is pretty spooky Yeah. And then they wrap her in Christmas lights, but yeah. that's kind of it otherwise seemed, it's just a scene. Well, it's, and the reindeer on the roof. That's yeah, like a very all those things specific, could be tweaked. Yeah. yeah. I mean it's like the same well, thing. Well, there's not normally like decorations on your roof right. at they any could other have come time. Up with of some the other year. thing that he knocks over to get their attention to, to you know, I think in that moment they could have. But Yeah. But I think it could have taken place at any any other time. Yeah. Either. Like dude to take a little play out of Silent Night, Deadly Night, have his the reason for him being all demented is Christmas Somehow related. Christmas related. Oh yeah. That's smart. And add a little depth and flavor to it rather than just pulling fucking something out. So the movie pops more because it's like, Oh, it's Christmas now. So it's like, Oh, more people will watch it around Christmas. So that's good. You know, we'll sell more copies. I think it makes like, I think a lot of the times, with movies like this like they think about all these stupid like demographic things of like ah if we make it christmas we can release it around christmas we'll get more viewers 
you know stuff like that like where it's like it doesn't have a relevance mm-hmm. business know. decisions the definite they drove their fucking teslas to the netflix office <laughs> well i don't think that that's the people that are writing or making the movie though i mean that's the choice of the studio or the people that are doing the pr for the movie like i don't i don't i think it's unfair to You're not even exactly saying this, but I think that it's unfair to force that responsibility solely on like the directors and shit. Because maybe the original name of this movie was like the babysitter or some shit. Like maybe it had nothing to do with Christmas. I I have. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to argue a little on the other side of that because I really think that they were trying to uh, fake a Christmas home invasion genre type of movie and base it around the holidays. I think the writers were milking that as a misdirect uh, for the first, uh, well, I mean, they use it in in all three acts, but I think that was sort of intentional for the first act. I guess. I don't know. I mean, I kind of agree with Ben that it could have taken place during any holiday. So I don't like the Christmas isn't so overt to me, except for like two very specific sequences, one being the Santa and one being the reindeer on the roof. Yeah. Where I don't like feel that it's like milked. Meaning to to back up your point, it could be Halloween. Right. Right, right. Like I don't so to me, like the way that it's sold as being a Christmas movie makes more sense as it being sold as a Christmas movie, not it being filmed as being a Christmas movie with the mind of it releasing around the holidays. Makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't know. And you don't, ex- you know, Christmas time, it's, uh, you don't expect death and murder at that time. So it yeah, and the market is dense during Halloween. That's a, a very good point. That's not true. really, not anymore. Horror movies all come out in like August, August, August yeah, September. That's yeah, it's because that's because that's when kids are out of school. Yeah, I guess that's like true. who goes to see horror movies? Teenagers because they want to yes. bone. Ethan Phillips. <laughs> Did you learn nothing from this movie? Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, yes. <laughs> I don't know. I, what are we doing? The ratings? Yeah, I think that's a uh, apropos. Who's going first? I'll, I'll take it. I'll take the lead. Um, I thought, like I said, uh, uh, unexpected uh, little film that uh, the, the lower your expectations are, the more you're going to get out of it. Um, that that might be useless for somebody who's listening to this, <laughs> but uh, for anybody else who may have uh, stumbles upon it or introduce it to people who haven't heard of it before, yeah. Yeah. do them a favor and do that. Yeah. Uh, that'll get the best chance of, uh, of, of having good a good reaction. experience. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think there's a lot of ways that this could have gone wrong and it mostly stayed on track. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. um, maybe, you know, cranking it up to 11, like you said, with some of your suggestions, yeah. uh, Ben, that then that would have maybe put it over the top uh, in the third act. Um, so, uh, I give it a strong seven. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, well, uh, yeah, I you know I enjoyed it. I think it's worth a watch. I think yes, exactly. Your advice is is right. Watch it with somebody who has never heard of it, has no expectation of what what is about to go go down, and I think they'll have a lot of fun. And so I, um, but I still hated the shit out of that little fucker. So I, you know, but that's also like, is that a good thing or a bad thing? I don't know. I'm so torn. But uh, I'll give it. Um, Five and a half reindeer out of eight Santa reindeer, but only wow. the back half of the reindeer nice. the uh, for the half, the ass half. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's the most complicated rating system. <laughs> is it the front half or the back it's half the for back the reindeer? Because I don't know. I'm trying to make a judgment call for them to rent this or not. True, yes. <laughs> I'm going to, you know what? It's average. Five out of ten. Right down the middle. It's average. All right. I think the movie is fun and I think it's an interesting story with enough uh, unique twists and turns uh, despite the lack of gore that I would give it a uh, I guess I'll give it a 6.75 out of 10. Mm. Mocha lattes. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for the. A little surprised I, I ended up giving the highest rating, but uh, I guess after the conversation, not so much, but more so as uh, I anticipated. Y'all were more into it than I was, but uh, no, I guess no. we learn about each other as we do all this kind of Damn. stuff. Damn. <laughs> all right, one last question. Yeah. What is the fate of Luke? Because they don't necessarily show you. What do you think happens to little boy Lucas after all this? He goes to a mental institution for the kids 
they can't hold they can't give him a life sentence for it because right. it's he's like a a, that's what's fucked up about it so he gets out when he's 18 turns into michael myers oh i like that didn't we watch a horror movie where somebody escapes a mental institution a christmas themed one mm-hmm. yeah Last that's year. this movie just like you say and uh he does he probably goes to uh you know I he's supposed a, to be rehabilitated but he's so smart and smooth that he plays the system it had a and similar name too yeah like better watch out it was what was yeah, it was another holiday watch out. better not cry yeah or, <laughs> it was a it was a song title wasn't it yeah, 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 it was. yeah, yeah, yeah. what was that movie I don't remember it's up right now in google if you look on the tabs i was looking at earlier i think Doesn't matter. but yeah that ble- this movie bleeds into the, into that one for sure that little boy's man shit i hope his patrick warburton gave him a good slap across the face i think it depends on what happens with ashley because if That's she true. she could dies, expire later yeah if she dies which is very possible or is in a coma from whatever kind of operation or whatever they Severely have to do concussed. with it uh, yeah, I mean, there there is a strong possibility that she could die, and if that happens, uh, then I think that there's a really good chance that he could get away with it, because I don't think that detectives would necessarily look at the roof, and that's really, without her, the only way that you would start pulling the fabric apart. But even that would be, like, not really that hard to get out of, you know what I mean? If it was mm-hmm. the fact that this boyfriend was crazy, it's pretty easy to say, oh, well, my footprints were on the roof because I was running. But as long as the snow kept going for that night, right. there goes that evidence. Yeah, I mean, right. that it really is all contingent on her. It's a classic he said, she said. Until they find the trebuchet in the shed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> was it too yeah. all a good night? Was that what that, the, I think that's maybe, maybe yeah. what it was, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, you know? Christmas Evil was really good, too. No, that's an awesome name. Yeah, that's a good name. Yeah, that's a great movie. I still, I think I just get angry at Christmas movies because I want I want to write one so bad. <laughs> <laughs> it just makes me mad. It's the prime time of the year. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think, uh, I think he could still get away with it. Mm-hmm. I hope he does get away with it. Yeah. After all that hate, we still want him to slime his way through that little piece. Yeah, that is kind of an interesting twist at the end where you're like, yeah, I mean, at this point, uh, I kind it's of... supposed to be that way. <laughs> <laughs> That's, true. That's true. You always want to go get some single origin whiskey. <laughs> make some movies. Story. You guys want to make a movie, dude. Oh, uh, you guys want to go get some fat stogs? And... Yeah. You guys, you guys want to go drink some bone broth? <laughs> Dude, bone broth is good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't this week. I'm on keto. Uh, yeah, I'm writing this movie. Uh, yeah, like Netflix is interested. Uh, <laughs> I didn't want to. I don't want to brag, but I came up with a pretty cool scene for a movie today. Uh, okay. So I'll talk about it later. <laughs> I don't want anyone to the steal tease. my idea. Wow. <laughs> <Jeez. laughs> Tune Whatever. in next week. Uh, yeah. yeah, when you. Uh, don't hear about it. And hey, guys, I got a pretty great idea on how to turn this country around, but uh, I'll tell you about it later. <laughs> no, one, I don't, no one wants to hear my movie ideas. People are over them, especially after you're, y'all are like, poop around us. It's a fucking stupid idea. Like, oh, okay. Is it? What's your genius movie idea? You know, I came up with another really good idea this butt week, sniffers. too. <laughs> butt sniffers. Yeah, That's it's your a movie, movie about guys that sniff butts. That's how they get their superpowers. It's all in the name. Ugh. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, do you guys have any plugs? Uh, feature this podcast.com to catch episodes on fan editing. Yeah. Yep. Hard out right there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Listen to the Mountain Dude versus Dorito Girl podcast starring myself and Donna every. When does it come out? Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so you can listen to Mountain Dude vs. Dorito Girl. You can also, uh, we have a live event, Ben yes. and I do, coming up at Spokesman on Tuesday in Austin. Uh, starting at 8, we'll be playing some video games and giving away prizes. That's right. uh, so if you want to come hang out at that, actually, you guys will probably, I assume, be hanging out again as per usual. Yep. Trying to win prizes unless that bastard Steve shows up. Steve! Uh, <laughs> Fucking Steve, Kick dude. Kick everybody's ass. Uh... And I'd also like to plug, uh, I'm trying to quit my job. I want to make cool coffee mugs. So if you guys want to support my art, 
Uh, please follow me on Twitter. I'll be announcing a new coffee mug soon. <laughs> what, what's the head? Just the Donna Bourgeois? Oh, yeah. Add Donna underscore Bourgeois. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Add coffee mug gal. <laughs> yeah. 69. Co- co- coffee mug coffee man. Mug lady. <laughs> <laughs> right. Ethan gives a thumbs up. <laughs> I like what you're Ethan like. Forgot that he's on a podcast. So he's fucking like, high and mighty this episode, but your hair makes you look like you just walked out of an '80s trailer. <laughs> Actually, it looks like he just woke up from an '80s trailer and then walked out of it. Yeah. You look like you just got done spraying cologne on your dick in the bathroom. <laughs> I like you. My stranger. That was was a good idea. (laughs) Yeah, that was that smell. All right. Well, Uh, bye, I guess. Man, what's the matter with you? Don't you know it's Christmas?